I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich, the podcast that proves that life is a lot of work for little in return. First things first, tonight, it's Friday, September 17th. I'm going to be at Ficker's Brewing in Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, Show starts 8 o'clock. I believe tickets are still available online. There might just be a couple left. Uh, I was checking yesterday. Uh, Me, Maggie Ferris, uh, Hilly, uh, excuse me, Ellie Hino, and uh, Maxwell Chapman. He's going to be hosting the show tonight. Should be a good time. So please, if you are in that area, uh, grab a ticket. Come hang out, man. Should be a lot of folks. That room is great and cool, and everybody who runs it is just fantastic. And Duluth's a fun city, man, especially Fickers. That place has been around forever. Had a lot of good times there. Also, merchandise, you can buy it right now at rudypovich.com. And then coming up October 22nd, it's a Friday night. I'll be in Roseville along with Tommy Thompson uh, at the Hong's Breath. One of my old stomping grounds. Man, been forever since I've been in that place. But uh, we'll be there doing, they're trying out a new comedy night and uh, they wanted to get some guys that they knew could uh, definitely hold their own. And Tommy Thompson is a guy who can hold his own. Oh my, Jesus. Just a juggernaut. God, is that guy funny. Uh, let's say hi to some people on the Instagram live. Good morning, Jules. Hi, Bellamy Jack. Auntie Reedy. Good morning, Char. Man, you guys always come out every morning and I, God dang it, I certainly appreciate it. Uh, speaking of that, so I made a quick, small, little, tiny announcement uh, maybe two weeks ago about how we're going to be switching platforms just on the audio side of things. And I'm going to be hooking up with this company that I've been doing work now for the last like nine months. They were nice enough to say, hey, you know, you do this thing every day. You work hard at it. So let's take what you're doing and stick it on our platform, and it'll still be in all the same spots. You'll still be able to get it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, now it's going to be on like, I think the Google Play Store. It'll be it'll be in a few different areas outside of you know the the, the main three, right? One of the things that is coming along with that is we will probably have to. Ugh, I hate saying it. We're going to have to make a couple of adjustments when it comes to the live feed. Because right now, oh, Janine, frost warning for Duluth tonight. Janine, Janine, why are you breaking my heart? I'm just kidding. I played golf in frost in northern Minnesota last weekend. So I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother me. You know, cold-blooded. Christ, I've had 41 winters. (laughs) I think I should be used to it by now. So, uh, but, oh, yeah. So what is going to happen is eventually... We're going to have to pull this off of the Instagram live. And with that, uh, this show will be going live on. I don't know why they don't connect all three. I'm not sure, but we're going to have to change eventually. Not right now. We're still, this isn't, I just want to give people a heads up that uh, eventually we're going to be taking this and moving this over to uh, Facebook and YouTube. So the live feed will simultaneously be happening on that. One of the nice thing that things that comes along with that is we will be able to take what we're doing here and be able to add extra elements to it. So the Instagram live feed is great, but it's very basic. You know, I mean, what we're doing right now, we can run audio and you can share video files and stuff like that, but it's not as complex and it's tough to be able to like bring people in at the same time. And even though like you can still 
you can bring people in from their phones or from wherever they're at. But for us to be able to like have guests come in and stop down and multiple microphones and feed everything into a live feed, you can't do that on the platforms that we're currently on. So we're just going to have to make some changes. It's, it's listen, it's going to be a few weeks from now, but I just kind of want to give everybody a heads up, um, you know, that eventually we're going to have to shift some gears. And that is just the natural progression of things. It sucks to change. I get it. I totally understand. Everybody for the last, you know, however long this has been going on, I think we kicked off the first one in February, and now we're staring down the barrel of October. You know, so for the last eight, nine months, people have been like, hey, man, like this is where I come every single day. And, and I get it. I get it. Habit is very tough to break, but at least it's not going to it's not going to like twitch. It's not going to like a place where you can't find it. It's going to the two biggest platforms on the planet, Facebook and YouTube. So, yeah, so we're just going to have to make a couple of changes. And with it will come better graphics, better material, more videos. I'm not too sure about the audio component of it yet, because if we're going to be live on Facebook, they might boot us off because we play a lot of songs on this show. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. And I don't, I mean, I don't really care to make, like I've said, I don't want to charge you guys when it comes to having to watch the show. Um, I would much rather figure out other forms of income so that we can try to keep this as free as possible. So YouTube, they might allow for, you know, you can't have like a music, you can't have like a piece of music. You can't have a Kenny Rogers song in a video and then upload it to YouTube and then make money off it. Why I chose Kenny Rogers? I have no idea. He, he's been the furthest thing from my mind, but what I'm saying is you can't make money on it. So I don't know how it works with the live feed. I imagine that they'll, I don't know if they shut you down, but we'll have to test it and see what happens. And I just don't want to put out a mediocre product, you know, just for the sake of making change, just to make change. If it makes change, if it makes sense to make change, to try to build and keep this thing moving, great. And I'm pretty sure everybody who hops on the Instagram live feed can find us you know, most of the people I see on here daily are the same people that I have as Facebook friends or as YouTube people, um, you know, sub- sub- subscribers. So I'm not too worried about it. And I, I feel like this will help build everything out. I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like it's a good move. So we're in the process of like getting everything, you know, situated and making sure that I don't want to launch and like have a bunch of hangups. I want to make sure that it's ready to go. And then we can start bringing some people in. So, uh, Amanda, excited for you. All good things. Yeah, I feel like this is a good move. You know, it gives an opportunity for more people to be able to check it out. It gives it a, because we'll be able to use better cameras. We'll be able to use better inputs. So hopefully, you know, um, it'll help kind of like bring a little bit of, you know, validation to it. That it's, it's it's a good product that we're putting out. But like I said, it's going to be a couple of weeks from now. We'll make more announcements about it as it goes on. Uh, Bellamy Jack, that's awesome. Sounds like great changes going in the right direction. Yeah, I, feel, I really feel like it is. And one of the things I want to do before uh, we launch on the new platform is I want to kind of get into the, you know, I've been lucky enough to have some like really good people in my life that uh, have some clout 
to their name. And that's really kind of how you start building this out is you hitch your wagon onto this person. And then people who are underneath you hitch their wagon to you. And then the people who dig you then go find them. And it's this sort of like silical thing, you know, like once you sort of get the blessing from this person, then all of their people come and find you. And it works in both ways, you know? I mean, I've told you guys about Jesse May Peluso and about Adam Ray and, you know, obviously you guys know Dana Carvey. Like these are big names and uh, I-, I hope some of you have gone and, and sought them out. In fact, uh, Jesse May actually, I think had made a comment about like, hey, there was somebody that we were chatting with the other day on one of our things. And dude, it's fuck, it's awesome. You know what I mean? It's cool that we all kind of get to share uh, this little community, you know, the Venn diagram, if you will, you know, this person digs you, you dig them. Hence, the people who dig you should also dig them, right? It's sort of like a reverse engineering of the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? Does that make does that make any sense? Jesus, Jesus Christ, I hope so. A uh, couple of quick things I wanted to uh, to chat about. Uh, this uh, Janine, would you start having guests? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, there's a couple of guests that I want to try to get on, and then for the. For like the big launch on the new platform, because what's going to happen is, I don't know, I might as well just explain all this right now. So the way it works is once you take off what we're doing right now, we will then have to wait a couple of days for like the new feed to start. And you can't, in the meantime, while there's this interim, you can't post new content. So there's going to be like a, there's going to be like a five to 10 day window where we can still do like live shows and we can still do Instagram live and all that stuff, but we're not going to be able to post any new audio because for whatever reason, it, I don't know, the gonculator fucks up. I don't know how it works, but they're like, listen, that in between, like once you take all of your stuff and you start moving it over to our platform, you can't upload new stuff until it's ready to go. So that can be anywhere between like five days and two weeks. You just got to wait it out. But that first show, once it launches on that new platform, I want that show to be as good as it possibly can be. And that is bringing on a couple of new guests. I want those first numbers to be as good as they possibly can be. So hopefully we can kind of get the mix in here and, you know, I mean, I I own all this gear. I mean, Christ, I own like nine cameras between the fucking drones and the lights and all that shit. Why are we not using it correctly? You know? I do one in I do one live show for one person. I mean, I have thousands of dollars worth of gear that I have sunk money into and it just sits and collects dust and I'm like, we got to figure out a way to start using all this stuff to our advantage. And the product that we put out for this one person who goes and does their live stuff is good. And I'm like, why should not we be doing that here? You know? There's a couple of kids that uh, I've been uh, running around town with doing comedy with that I think are just like lights out absolutely so funny and i just think it's it's just a waste that we don't have more opportunities to like get some of these like really good young voices with great angles on life why we're not bringing them into the fold you know um so yeah so there's a couple of friends of mine that uh you know hopefully when i drop my line and go would you mind being the first guest so we can launch this thing and it it, it gets as much opportunity as possible Hopefully they're cool with it and they'll say, absolutely, you know, give you 15, 20 minutes of my time. And then I don't know. It's, 
But it's, like I said, it's coming down in a couple of weeks, so it's not like starting Monday. You're going to have to start switching shit over if you want to catch the show. It'll still be on all the big platforms, the Apple Podcasts, the Spotify, the Stitcher. It'll all be there. So, yeah, that'll be cool. But um, in the meantime, you know, there's times where I just like, I sit and I stare at this gear sometimes and go, dude, you got two of the best cinema cameras on the planet right now just sitting and you use them to shoot real estate commercials. <laughs> Like maybe you should take some of this stuff and start putting it towards, you know, comedic content. That's why we're all here, right? Like we've talked about, build that museum that is all for you. It's great to like, you know, go down, like, you know, this past week, we've all been watching Norm MacDonald and it's great to watch Norm MacDonald and all the stuff that he did and, you know, all the great moments on Conan O'Brien and it's awesome. I love it. But eventually start building your own stuff, you know? Um, start building your own uh, museum that you can walk down and look back on. I pray to God that one day my daughter goes back and looks at all the stuff, like the documentaries and the short films and blah, 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 and all that. And I, I pray to God that she does all that. And it all kind of like comes back to her one day. I really do. I really do. Uh, there's a song I wanted to play for you guys because I hadn't thought about it in a long time. And it, uh, it popped on my radar the other day. And you guys ever heard of a band called Cold? I hope so. So, this is one of those moments where you got to practice what you preach. Because I used to, when it first came out, I was a big fan of Stained. Remember the band Stained? They were a huge, a couple of records there for a while. Everybody loved those guys. And then their lead singer, Aaron Lewis, went super right wing and you know, pro-Trump and blah, 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 blah. And everybody kind of hate, started hating on him. And even though, like, some of the rhetoric that he's, you know, talks about, like, you ain't fucking taking my guns or whatever. I'm like, ugh, God, dude, jeez. Mud Shovel. Yeah, Steve, Mud Shovel. Yes, great song. Dysfunction was a great record. This is one of these moments where I can separate the musician from the person. I can separate the song from the person who wrote it. And this is a song called Bleed. And Scooter Ward, who was a really good music producer in the 90s, had a band called Cold. And he got together with uh, Aaron Lewis Estain. And they put out this song called Bleed. Of course, I talked right over the goddamn chorus. We'll come back to it in just a second. Uh, this is kind of one of these songs where you hear it for the first time and you're like, whoa, like amazing arrangement. Great song, great lyrics. Scooter Ward had a really tough bout with heroin. And when you see the guy's picture, you're like, man, that's a heroin addict. Super skinny, got the sunken in eyes. You're like, yeah, that guy's been through some stuff. But it's a great song. And I remember the first time hearing it, just like, it really just like took you back. Man, it's like really, I think I heard this song, I think, what was it, 99? 2000, maybe around there, 2000 something or another. Like right in the height of that, like stained corn, you know. But these two have great voices. They sync really well together. Yeah. And there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. Well, I 
This is a great song by a guy that, you know, takes a lot of shit for his political views. And even though I don't agree with everything that he says, I can still separate it. You know, practice what you preach. We talked about this yesterday. I might not agree with everything that you say, but at least I can be civil. At least I can be a nice person and vice versa. I would expect the same out of people to do the same for me. You might not go along with everything I believe, but at least you can treat me fairly and with some civility and be nice. And that's all I'm asking for. Um, but as I was uh, driving with the kids yesterday, they played some music that was so goddamn like there is some really there's some tough times in music, right? I mean, like, let's look at the 60s. The fucking monkeys. Are you what a shit show that was that whole era with the ah, it was terrible. The 70s killer time for music. The 80s fucking suck. We have talked many times on this show about how bad 80s music is. I mean, do we need to go down? I don't want to fucking rant on a Friday about Maneater, but that is a big piece of shit, is it not? 80s music sucks. 80s music is so bad. Except, except you guys know the one song. There's one. It's it's so goddamn good. So goddamn good. Starship. Nothing's going to stop us. God damn it. Daughter told me to turn that fucking song. Yeah, bring them hearts. Hit that like button. That's right. Uh, Jamie, are you going to the Bad Religion Alkaline Trio flogging Molly, Me First, and the Gimme Gimmies? Uh, I'm not going to either of those, any of those, any of those, either of those. Those are two shows, not one whole show, right? No, I'm not going. Uh, I don't, for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe because it's, fuck, it's on a Tuesday or something. I don't know, but great, great shows, I imagine. But anyways, moving on. So the kids played me some horseshit music. I mean, absolutely terrible in the car the other day. Doja Cat followed up with Drake. And I thought, this is the worst time for music. If all the times we've all had, this is the worst. The easily the worst. It's so bad. 90s music. Dude, when we were listening to Nirvana, I get like, you know, the, the older generation will look back on the younger generation and go, this music sucks. This music's terrible. You know, when our parents were listening to the Beatles, our grandparents were like, this is fucking awesome. Or this is, this is terrible. This music sucks. And now, I'm sure we heard the Beatles for the first time and went, ugh, it's kind of gross. I love the Beatles. They're stunningly good. But, um, Steve, that is straight bullshit music. It's so bad. At least during the 90s, we can look back on some of those songs and just like, they're so good, you know? And especially for a guy who, you know, like came from rock and rock radio, I look back at like those first two, uh, two Tool records, they're amazing. The music is so good. But there's no way on God's green earth that our kids at the age of like 13, when they're 41, are going to be like, do you guys remember like sitting in my bedroom listening to Drake? It was so good. Oh my God, I heard Drake the other day and it just like, it totally took me back. This music will be buried. We will never hear it ever again. There's too much shit. There's way too much shit nowadays. And it's so bad. And we just keep cranking it out. We just keep cranking it out because we've realized we started this whole cycle of, you know, there's a reason why Pepsi puts out Diet Crystal Pepsi is because if you've waved off Pepsi for a little while, you're like, ah, I'm going to change it up. I'm going to drink some Coke. or I'm going to try a seven up. Pepsi hits you with a, hey, man, we got Diet Crystal Pepsi. And you're like, well, fuck, I'll try that. It's $1.19 for a bottle. I'll definitely buy that. So you buy that. And then Pepsi's in your mind and you drink a couple of Pepsis. 
And we figured that it's the same with music. People don't write records. They only write, write singles. That is where we are at with all this shit. And listening to that music yesterday, I'm like, there's, there's, there will be no nostalgia for any of this horseshit music. None of it. Machine Gun Kelly. I know this week we all lost our goddamn mind because he was on the red carpet with Megan Fox five fucking years from now. That dude, we will never talk about ever again. We will never think about Machine Gun Kelly. He will never write a song that will live in the annals of music history. He will not make the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All of it. It, We'll never see that shit again. Too much to do. Our brains are... There's a reason why Leonardo and Michelangelo and all these like great Renaissance artists were great at everything. None of their minds were clouded up with fucking YouTube and tablets and all that shit. Uh, let's see. Christy, my kids thank me for introducing them to Queen. My niece is the biggest David Bowie fan. Loves it. Goes bananas for David Bowie. They took her to go see Labyrinth at AMC Southdale the other day. You know? There are a couple of parents out there that are like, yeah, man, we're figuring this out. You know? Uh, Queen, yeah. Uh, Steve, Maynard is the man. Dude, those first two Tool records were just like so goddamn good. Um... Amanda, I just can't with today's music. Maybe a couple songs, but for the most part, no. Yeah, it's uh, it'd be different if it was, you know, renowned and loved by everybody. But we hear this stuff and just go, what the fuck is the matter with, why is this so bad? Why is this so bad? There's none of it. I mean, the Foo Fighters are still like on top of it because you got six guys that can really play instruments Jay-Z, I still feel, is like, dude, you put that guy in front of a microphone and that guy can fucking spit game. He is so good. But the rest of this, it's garbage. It's really bad. The new Kanye, awful. Doja Cat, awful. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. Fucking bloop. bloop. How did she do that? (laughs) Jesus. There's one person that I would like to see get in a car wreck and not die, but just like, you know, break a couple of nails and be Cardi B. My God. I don't know if there is a, um, if there's like a list of all the things that we thought were going to be massive, you know, especially like post 2000, we're like, this is the shit. This is, this, this is going to be amazing. This will be great. And now we've just looked at it and just been like, no, because even like, you guys remember, all right, hang on. We got to bring it up now that I'm talking about it. Um, you guys remember the, was it the, uh, was it the Proclaimers? What were those guys called? The Not the Pretenders. Was it the Proclaimers? Yeah, the Proclaimers. Cause I'm Remember these dudes? When I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man next to you. These fucking guys. Was this Benny and June? I think it was Benny and June. Oh, man. See, first off, this was a decent song written by two guys who are really good musicians. And when this song came out, I remember them doing an interview where they basically went, yeah, we kind of get what we are. We're one-hit wonders. And after, after this goes away, we'll probably never, ever, ever have another hit. So we're just going to enjoy it while we can. And now, for people who grew up my age, we look at this song and be like, yeah, good for you guys. You knew exactly what you were. Like, this, they had very, they, had, they beat the odds. 
If you think about it, all these guys did was produce music, and then they wrote a song that garnished them millions of dollars, and now, post I Would Walk 500 Miles, they still just produce music. It's two dudes from Ireland, and all they do is make records. You've beaten the odds. You're not working in a factory. You're not, like, having to sell insurance. You guys fucking won. Like, why does that not count for anything, you know? Why do we look at some of these dudes and just go, ah, oh, what a loser, one-hit wonders, nah. No, you won. You won. You totally won. There's, like, there's a few, like, comedian friends of mine that, uh, they have no jobs. No jobs. They, they might have, like, a, a wife or a girlfriend. That, my buddy James hit the jackpot. His wife is a doctor. James is a stay-at-home husband. Not a stay-at-home dad. They have no kids. They have no dogs. They have no cats. He is a stay-at-home husband. His wife works all day as a doctor, comes back to a beautiful, well-kept home. They have dinner, and then James goes out and does comedy. You won. You won. Don't be, don't ever be mad that your face is not on billboards or that you don't have private jets. You won. You beat out 99% of the population. Everybody who wakes up and goes to work, stuck in traffic, to jobs they hate, you don't do that. You won. So don't ever be ashamed of that. Look back on that part of life and just be like, that was the best. That was the, you, you will not get better than that. So these guys who wrote this song, I'm like, I get it. But well, I go I, when this song comes on at a wedding, I jam, dude. I, oh, get out the dancing shoes because we're gonna have some fun. But for all the kids nowadays, are they gonna hear WAP and be like, "Oh my god, oh my god"? Do you remember when we used to drive in Caitlin's car and then WAP would come? No, they're not. They're never gonna think about it. Their brains will have erased this so fast it will be newly clouded with whatever new bullshit show that they're being pumped and marketed towards it's all gone enjoy it while you can now now does that mean that drake is not allowed to put out music absolutely not i wish that dude would like because he's got chops it angers me that he is that good and that talented at so many things but he chooses to put out shitty music that's the crazy part did you watch him on saturday night live he's amazing when he was a guest host on Saturday Night Live, he's the best. You never see him, you never see like his eyeline drift towards the cue cards. You never see him miss a beat. He's super funny. He's always in character. He commits. He's so committed. You could throw that guy in an action movie. You could throw that guy on any television show and he would probably be, in a, if you put him in a movie with 10 actors, he would be top three for sure. But why he chooses to put out such awful, shitty music, I don't get it. I, like I say, give credit where credit is due. He is incredibly good, incredibly good when it comes to uh, when it comes to acting. When it comes to being interviewed, great. He drives me nuts when he's on the goddamn basketball court. That shit drives me nuts. Like, dude, you're a rapper. How do you get to fucking be on the court with the players? Get the fuck. Oh my god, it drives me bananas. But. I don't know. I was just listening to it yesterday with the kids and just thought, we'll never look back on any of this stuff fondly. If anything, you know how like we look back on pinning our pants and beanie babies and we're a little embarrassed by it? If anything, that's what we'll do. We'll go back and look at all this stuff and be like, Jesus Christ, we were so terrible. 
<laughs> and so awful. And I'm so glad that that moment in our life is finally over. Oh, wait a minute. What happened here? Uh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Let's stop that. Ah, stupid YouTube. You know what YouTube does? Here's fucking dicks. They do that thing where they're like, hey, we're not going to play anything for a while. And the second that I went to go launch into the next piece of audio, here we go. Oh, now you're just being crazy. And now, and now one rant for the road. One rant for the road. Shut up. You're drunk. That's right. Every single Friday, we... Do one rant for the road. Right before we end the show, we hop onto a random word generator online. We figure out the word, and then I go in and start to make a uh, riff on it. Random word generator is up. Let's go ahead, create a random word. Mosquito. Are you kidding me? This should be easy. Uh, first off, all these assholes in city that are like, oh my god, you know, hey, uh, the skeeters are bad tonight. Skeeters are bad. You better put on some bug dope. Get some bug dope. There's a lot of bug dope. You guys don't know what mosquitoes are. You city dwellers who talk about bugs, it's bullshit. Because I am telling you, man, we've been, there's been times like we've gone to northern Minnesota. You get out of the car, you look at it, and it's like, is it, was there a mosquito genocide that happened? Your vehicle is fucking just like completely destroyed. Just wash that thing at the end of it. They're just, and they are like spot welded into the front of your vehicle. It's awful. And all this shit started, this is this is not a joke. You want to know when all this shit started? If you go back and ask anybody who's over the age of like 80, they will tell you, mosquitoes, where we live, did not exist until the advent of flight. Until the first overseas flight started. This shit was all Europe, man. The, uh, mosquitoes and all that, that all comes from Europe. That all comes from like, you know, the, the era of Robin Hood. When they were building the, all the goddamn wetlands and stuff. That's where all this stuff came from. So the next thing you know, we start having overseas flights and these mosquitoes get inside the plane and the plane flies over the sea and then boom, we got fucking, you know, the Minnesota State bird. It's awful. Steve, oh my God, the clouds of mosquitoes when you try to get out into the woods camping. It's awful. It's so awful. And we haven't figured out a way for us to be able to like just, just completely eradicate this one bug. We, we have nothing. We've been spending decades with these things. Now, there are obviously a few things you can do. A friend of mine came to the house the other night. We were all hanging outside, and she had this, like, little box, right? And uh, it was like, I don't know. It was camouflage. It had, like, a little insert in it. And when you fired this thing up, it made, like, a buzzing sound. And I'll be damned. Mosquitoes? No more. There are, like, pellets and stuff you can throw in, like, small... We have a pond behind our cabin that just, like... It's just, like... It's a cesspool, man. It just... Ugh, it's all... You know, it's nothing but algae and gross. And you go ahead like early in the spring, you get a ton of water. And then one day it gets to be 95 and it's just, it's nothing. You mosquitoes for the rest of summer. You're fucked. You're, but we got nothing. We got nothing that kills these things. I will say this though. Every once in a while, you will come across like a town that has like, you know, uh, like down in Florida, gators have been hunting and killing humans for, I don't know if they hunt and kill, but you get the point, right? Every now and again, you see, you hear about somebody getting taken down by a gator. And these assholes are stupid enough to have like, hey, it's gator days in Jacksonville. Come on down, everybody. Tallahassee, it's alligator days. It's the alligator festival. Yeah, stop on by. 
come on down, bring the kids, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you do realize that these things are nothing but pests. They are prehistoric fucking menaces that have been chomping off legs and arms, scaring the shit out of people for years. And you're celebrating them? I've never been to Mosquito Fest. Not a one. There's never been a Mosquito Fest. That is the one good thing I can say about it. At least you guys are like keeping it, keeping it true. We're not celebrating these pieces of shit. We're not like, you know, throwing out and, uh, you know, having somebody come on down to the annual celebrity softball game, police versus firemen. There's not a guy dressed like a giant mosquito. We can all agree that they are, they're horseshit. It's the one common denominator we all have, especially living in Minnesota, that we hate these goddamn things. And, ah, it, it, it's crazy that we haven't figured out something that could just be like, oh yeah, no, you just stick this in the yard, you hit the button, and then just like, they all die. They just drop out of the sky, right? I will say one thing. The, the tennis racket, the souped up electrified tennis racket, oh my God, dude. You, that's the best $17 you'll ever spend on Amazon. It looks like a tennis racket and it's got a little button on the side and they come in different colors. We got a pink one. We got a black one, but you're in a place like a cabin or something and you got flies, you got mosquitoes. Fire that thing up, dude. Oh, Jesus. Uh, BJ, there's a ride called the mosquito run. How have I never heard of this? You know what? Let me, I got to rephrase that. There was an, uh, baseball team in northern Minnesota. Were they in Hibbing? There was the Skeeters. The Minnesota Skeeters? The Iron Range Skeeters? I can't remember. Now that I'm thinking about it. Obviously, that team folded after one season. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, handheld bug zappers is what Steve calls them. Dude, they're great. They're like tennis rackets. They're all souped up. They're electrified. You hit the button. You swat at them. And they, they make the, they pop. They make that noise. It's so satisfying. And then every once in a while, you'll get like a fly or a hornet. And when you swat at them and you hit them with that tennis racket, they get stuck. And then you just hold that button down and it's just. You can just hear them just sizzling. It's great. I love it. Oh, dude. I mean, you don't want to put it in the hands of small children. I think that's how serial killers are made. But um, uh, BJ, probably a bar league, LOL. Yeah, I think this was actually like a semi-pro team, though. I think these guys actually were like a legit team. Kind of like the, what the hell were the name of that? We had like a small, I don't know. I'm kind of getting off into the weeds, but there was like a hot pro, semi-pro hockey team in northern Minnesota, like the, the Rangers or something like that. They played at the Hibby Memorial Building. And I don't know, I was so, it was like... You, I can't believe you guys are actually celebrating something that just nothing, does nothing but drive you nuts. There's no good. Everybody's like, um, yeah, but yeah, but mosquitoes, they feed the spiders. I don't fucking like spiders either. Get them fucking out of here. Take them all out. Jesus. I think we figured out. Listen, we don't need them here. I get Australia, you might need them. I get there's places that like need to take down some bigger animals. I get it. I totally get it, you know? But the mosquito, we don't need it. Figure out a way to eradicate these goddamn things. Nothing but a pain in the ass. Jamie, that's how serial killers are made. I'm dead. It's how serial killers are made. Listen, I'm not the one. I didn't come up with it. Do you really think like John Wayne Gacy would have like, you know, been killing puppies and stuff as a child if he had one of those rackets? No, he'd have been killing mosquitoes. In fact, you know what? I say go for it. I say give your kids that tennis racket. Let, dude, you'll be killing two birds with one stone. I mean, eventually they'll be killing human beings and keeping them locked in a basement. But I'm saying is that for a, a while, at least it could do some good. 
is that they could <laughs> knock off. <laughs> they could knock off a uh, a couple of a uh, couple of mosquitoes in the process. All right, you guys, I got to roll. Uh, let's see. Crystal, Google says there was a Skeeters team in Hibby. I told you one year. Was that, did I call that? One year. One year. Jamie, I have a serial killer coloring book. Okay, well, way to break it down, Jamie. Appreciate that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, you guys, have a great weekend. Uh, if you're in Duluth tonight, make sure you check us out. We'll be at uh, Fickers Brewing, third level, the comedy club there. Uh, show starts at 8 o'clock. Can't wait. Should be a good time. Uh, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. It's live on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs>